Hello, Chinese friends. Welcome to Spiritual Waimai. 欢迎来到属灵外卖 Delivering the spiritual food to you when you can't get out. 当你无法外出的时候，我们为你速递属天灵粮 This Spiritual Waimai article is a part of the series entitled "You're God's Masterpiece: The Genesis Notes." 本期属灵外卖来自特别系列。你是神的杰作，创世纪手记。Studying the book of Genesis to discover direction and hope for your awesome life. 通过研读创世纪，并联系新约的思想，为您的美好生活提供指引和亮光。Got challenges? Genesis chapter twenty-six. Any challenges in life? We can all probably agree. That we face many different types of challenges in life. Most likely, there are a few challenges you are facing even today. Are you nervous about the future? Not sure about your rent, your job, or how you can help your family? Are you anxious, fearful, depressed, or lonely? Do you have any relationship problems now? Problems with a boss, coworker, or friend? Do you have a struggle with family relationships? In life, many of the difficulties we face come from different sources, such as outside circumstances relating to jobs, homes, environment, internal circumstances from within our own heart, relationship circumstances while working with others, family circumstances as we work to live at peace with the family. Isaac faced all four of these things in one chapter of the Bible, and it was at these most difficult moments when he met God in a personal way. Genesis chapter twenty-six, verses one to six. Now there was a famine in the land, besides the previous famine in Abraham's time, and Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines, in Gerar. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, "Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land where I tell you to live. Stay in this land for a while, and I will be with you and will bless you. For to you and all your descendants I will give all these lands, and will confirm the oath I swore to your father Abraham. I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky, and will give them all these lands." And through your offspring, all nations on earth will be blessed, because Abraham obeyed me and did everything I required of him, keeping my commands, my decrees, and my instructions. So, Isaac stayed in Gerar. Challenge number one: famine. Isaac and those around him depended on the land for their survival. They had animals and crops, so if there was no rain. There would not be food. When famine comes, what do you have to do? Go to where the food is. When Abraham encountered a famine, he moved and went to Egypt. Isaac learned from his father. He packed everything up and started to move. This was a very difficult time. To avoid death, Isaac had to leave his home. I'm sure he was concerned about his future. He had to make a decision what to do, so he decided to leave. After the death of his mother, the famine was probably the most difficult event Isaac had faced. 
In the middle of this very hard moment, God came and spoke directly to him. This was the first time God spoke to Isaac. For the first time, God passes the promises he made to Abraham on to Abraham's son, Isaac. God also gives Isaac a direct command, do not go down to Egypt. Isaac made the right decision. Even though there was a famine in the land, he trusted and obeyed God, and he stayed in Gerar. Genesis chapter 26, verses 7 to 11. When the men of that place asked him about his wife, he said, She is my sister. Because he was afraid to say, She is my wife. He thought, The men of this place might kill me on account of Rebekah, because she is beautiful. When Isaac had been there a long time, Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked down from a window and saw Isaac caressing his wife Rebekah. So Abimelech summoned Isaac and said, She is really your wife. Why did you say she is my sister? Isaac answered him, Because I thought I might lose my life on account of her. Then Abimelech said, What is this you have done to us? One of the men might well have slept with your wife, and you would have brought guilt upon us. So Abimelech gave orders to all the people, Anyone who harms this man or his wife shall surely be put to death. Challenge number two, fear. In Gerar, Isaac has to face another big issue, his own fears. Once again, we have a woman who is so beautiful that her husband is in danger. Isaac thinks the people in Gerar, ruled by King Abimelech, will kill him because his wife is so amazing. This is the exact same situation Abraham faced two times with his wife, once in Egypt and once with Abimelech. This time, Rebekah, fortunately, is not taken by another man, but King Abimelech sees Isaac with his wife. Isaac must have lived in a very nice neighborhood. His neighborhood was King Abimelech's neighborhood. Abimelech immediately brought Isaac to him to ask what was going on. Isaac admitted his lie. Why did he lie? He was afraid he would die. Did he not trust God's promise? Just like Abraham, Isaac had some fear issues. God showed Isaac mercy and allowed King Abimelech to discover the lie. This was God's protection, allowing Isaac to be caught in his lie. Genesis chapter 26, verses 12 to 22. Isaac planted crops in that land, and the same year reaped a hundredfold, because the Lord blessed him. The man became rich, and his wealth continued to grow until he became very wealthy. He had so many flocks and herds and servants that the Philistines envied him. So all the wells that his father's servants had dug in the time of his father Abraham, the Philistines stopped up, filling them with earth. Then Abimelech said to Isaac, Move away from us. You have become too powerful for us. So Isaac moved away from there and encamped 
in the valley of Gerar, where he settled. Isaac reopened the wells that had been dug in the time of his father Abraham, which the Philistines had stopped up after Abraham died, and he gave them the same names his father had given them. Isaac's servants dug in the valley and discovered a well of fresh water there. But the herders of Gerar quarreled with those of Isaac and said, The water is ours. So he named the well Essek, because they disputed with him. Then they dug another well, but they quarreled over that one also. So he named it Sitna. He moved on from there and dug another well, and no one quarreled over it. He named it Rehoboth, saying, Now the Lord has given us room, and we will flourish in the land. Challenge number three, fighting. God begins to richly bless Isaac. Isaac plants crops, and they grow 100-fold. He has many animals, and he becomes very wealthy. What is the result? The neighbors are envious. Envy and jealousy are terrible emotions. Proverbs chapter 27, verse 4. Anger is cruel and fury overwhelming, but who can stand before jealousy? Envy and jealousy drive people to do very destructive things. In this case, the people started to fill all of Isaac's wells up with rocks. This seems very childish, but it was really a destructive thing to do because in the desert, water means life. King Abimelech saw things were getting very tense, so he told Isaac to leave. This was for Isaac's own safety. This difficult and frustrating situation actually helped Isaac to step into the promises of God. Isaac was probably getting very comfortable in King Abimelech's neighborhood, but God's plan was not for Isaac to live in Gerar. God's plan was to give Isaac land. Isaac's time in Gerar was only a temporary thing. So maybe God used this situation to kick Isaac out of a comfortable life in Gerar into the next stage of his life. Sometimes difficult circumstances can move us into a next phase we would not have gone to otherwise. Have you ever been pushed out of something due to difficult circumstances? Maybe a job, relationship, friendship, or home? Only to find out the new place you went to was better than where you started. What did you learn in this situation? The fighting doesn't stop there, though. Even as Isaac leaves, the fighting follows him. He tries to dig a new well, but there is a fight over the water. So he calls it dispute. Then he digs another well, fighting again. He calls it sitna, which means opposition. Finally, he digs a well, which no one touches. He calls it Rehoboth, which means room. There finally was enough room for him. In Gerar, Isaac endured envy, dispute, opposition. In the end, God gave him room for his family. It required Isaac to keep moving, keep being uprooted. But the trials brought him to a place where he could settle. Genesis chapter 26, verses 23 to 33. From there he went up to Beersheba. That night the Lord appeared to him and said, 
I am the God of your father Abraham. Do not be afraid, for I am with you. I will bless you and will increase the number of your descendants for the sake of my servant Abraham. Isaac built an altar there and called on the name of the Lord. There he pitched his tent, and there his servants dug a well. Meanwhile, Abimelech had come to him from Gerar with Auzaph, his personal advisor, and Phicol, the commander of his forces. Isaac asked them, Why have you come to me since you were hostile to me and sent me away? They answered, We saw clearly that the Lord was with you. So we said, There ought to be a sworn agreement between us, between us and you. Let us make a treaty with you, that you will do us no harm, just as we did not harm you, but always treated you well and sent you away peacefully. And now you are blessed by the Lord. Isaac then made a feast for them, and they ate and drank. Early in the morning, the men swore an oath to each other. Then Isaac sent them on their way, and they went away peacefully. That day, Isaac's servants came and told him about the well they had dug. They said, We found water, and he called it Sheba. And to this day, the name of the town has been Beersheba. Promise of God After envy, dispute, and opposition, Isaac finally finds his own space. At this important moment, God appears to him with a powerful reminder. God knew Isaac still had fears. God wanted to speak directly to him to remind him he does not need to be afraid. God is with him. God will bless him. What a special assurance after so many trials. Peace Agreement and Water And then King Abimelech shows up again. He recognizes Isaac is blessed by God. Abimelech wants to make peace with Isaac. Here is a practical sign of God's blessing. The fighting would now come to an end. After his peaceful agreement with King Abimelech, Isaac's servants found water again, more provision from God. God is reinforcing his blessing to Isaac. The blessing was not just empty words. God's blessing was powerful, and it resulted in a change in Isaac's life. The fighting ended, and water was provided. God is with you. Today God is with us. Jesus said, And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Matthew 28, verse 20b. How is God with us? Through the presence of his wonderful Holy Spirit who is living in us. Jesus said we would face many trials, but he encourages us when he says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world, you will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. John chapter 16, verse 33. Challenge number four, family. Even with God's blessing and now peace with his neighbors and the provision of water, Isaac still faces another challenge. This time, it is a challenge from within his own family. Genesis chapter 26, verses 34 and 35. When Esau was 40 years old, he married Judith, daughter of Beri the Hittite, and also Basemeth, daughter of Elon the Hittite. They were a source of grief to Isaac and Rebekah. His favorite son, Esau, marries two women who do not follow God. They are difficult 
and they bring grief into the family. Too bad Isaac didn't learn how to find a wife from his father Abraham. Unfortunately, the problems in the family are increasing, and we see Esau really is going his own way. In the next chapter, we will see how the family challenges continue. Maybe you also face family challenges. Take heart. Jesus is with you, and even the most difficult things in life, he can face with you. Remember Isaac. In the most difficult moment, God directed him and spoke to him. God can do the same for you. What are some ways God has encouraged and directed you when you have faced challenges in your life? Consider the four areas of struggle Isaac faced. Number one, outside circumstances relating to jobs, homes, environment. Two, internal circumstances from within our own heart. Three, relationship circumstances while working with others. Four, family circumstances as we work to live at peace with the family. What are some examples of difficulties we face in each area? What are some ways we can rely on the Lord to help us? Thanks for having some spiritual limei with us. We hope that you liked it and that it fed your soul. And we hope you come back for some more. We love ya. 我们爱你哟。